TNTM The Show presents Tradescast, The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 4, Hunted. Sponsored by... Twin Sons Comics and Gaming. With your host, Pablo Gunner, and I'm here to talk nerdy to you about the paperback trade that came out for August 14th. At Talk Nerd to Me, we have our own grade scale for graphic novels. It is Strong By, that's Strong Art, Strong Writing by solid art solid writing but not the strongest weak by there's something weak about it you should only buy it if you have the extra money strong skim i strongly suggest you skim it skim it's weak on writing and art that's why it's just worth a skim and weak skim only skim it if you have a lot of extra time in your hands and pass is pass but since i am reviewing this graphic novel there's going to be at least minor spoilers if you want, you can get this graphic novel from us for $10 by donating to our PayPal at our website at tntmtheshow.com. Just send your info and I'll mail it out to you ASAP. If not, that's okay. I'm going to review it for you anyways. So, Spider-Man, or The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 4 Hunted, has quite a few artists. The main artists are, uh, well, for writer we have Nick Spencer, then... Main artists, we have uh, Humberto Ramos, uh, Gerardo Sandoval, and Ryan Otley for the most part. Of course, we have color artists, too. There's there's a lot of people on here. Cliff Rathburn, Alberto Arbuquerque, Laura Martin, Brian Riber, Carlos Lopez, Edgar Delgado, Eric Arciniega, Victor Nava, Wayne Foucher, Livesey, Jaime Mendoza, Victor Olazaba, Tim Townsend, Alvey. It's uh, it's crazy. There's Ivan Coelho, um, Mark Morales. Might have said that one already. Tyler Crook, Jim Campbell. It's it's a lot. Ken Lashley, Nathan Fairbairn. There's a lot of artists on here. Whether they be color artists, inkers, pencilers, all that. So that is the main issue with this book. Anytime you have this many artists on one book, I feel like you can easily go, ah, this isn't going so well. We might have a rough time of this. Okay, because what happens is you have way too many artists of different kinds, whether it be, it, it, even if it's a solid team, they're, they're inconsistent. It's inconsistent from issue to issue. And sometimes that works perfectly if it's tonally and it's thematic. And it does work because what happens is, at times, what happens is you have an issue and then you have a hunted issue. So it'll be like 16, 16.hu, which is 16.hunted, right? And so these hunted issues, they're not really... They're not really Amazing Spider-Man issues. They're break-offs. They'll be like the Gibbon, or Black Cat, or Vermin, or Vulture, or, you know, all these other characters that are involved in this event. And that's what it feels like. It feels like an event that they kind of didn't go fully into. Like, they could have, and they didn't, and... They just mucked it up and they muddled it up and that's what it became is just this mess. 
because even with story you have Craven and it starts pretty intriguing and right away I was like oh I remember this because I read it not all of it but most of it and so it was one of those things where I was like a blind man pissing in the wind I was like oh it's all coming back to me now okay and I was like oh right yeah he had sons and and now there's one son and he threatens these he threatens these hunters right these big game hunters and I feel like there was something really to be said there with this big going on. I felt like there was a strong message that you could have delivered and you failed to deliver it. Because it's like, we have a huge problem in our society right now that is like, hey, I have money, so I'm going to do things that, you know, I can get away with that they're really, you know, not morally in the right direction. But hey, whatever, I can get away with it because I got money. So you have big game hunters, you have these rich people, they have guides, you know, they weaken the animals, they do all these things. It, it's an easy hunt, but they go, yeah, I want the challenge, you want to kill these big hunt, you know, this big game. And it's like, dude, you're not doing it. Craven does it the right way, and it seems like he's going to do it the right way too. Like the idea that they brought in was, oh, you know what, I'm not going to kill you, which I should because you're hunting on my land, you're doing things wrong, you know, you're, you're cheating. You're cheating yourself, you're cheating the system, you're, ch you're destroying all of it. And therefore, this is all wrong. And and so I was like, oh, he's going to just kill him. And they're like, yeah, that, that would be easier. Maybe he's done that in the past, you know, whatever. And I thought he was going to be like, it, you know, and it seems like it too. He's like, no, I'm going to show you how to be a hunter. Because the thing is, is that you have, what you have in you is what's in me, you know. And it's to become the best and, and be the greatest in, in this thrill for the hunt. You know, and that's and that's what I'm going to teach you how to do. And he says that. He says that and ends up becoming just a sham. Ends up becoming like, oh, no, instead you're going to have avatars that look like me and all these rich people are going to hunt. But they're not going to hunt animals. They're going to hunt villains that are like kind of avatars of these things. And then, of course, Spider-Man gets wrapped up into it because Kraven's obsessed with dying because he was brought back from the dead, but you know, he refuses to kill Craven because of his more own moral compass. Makes sense. But you're like, it just, so much of it felt like, hey, it would have been great if he's just like, I'm gonna just going to teach these people how to kill, and then I'm going to send them after all these people, or I'm just going to send them all after Spider-Man. And be like, we're just going to have a team of Cravens to go kill him. And you're like, oh, this is crazy. You know, or be like, hey, he's going to bring justice to all these big game hunters and just kill him. And even that, like, there's a point in the story where you go, he's like, yeah, this is just a trick to lure him in, and then I'm going to kill him, you know. And it seemed that way, but it didn't go that way. And I was like, man, there were so many times where, like, they could have gone that way and been like, hey, you could have made a point. You could have said, like, hey, you know, this needs to stop or, like, this is the result of what could happen, you know, if we keep this up and stuff and they totally failed and it just became this dumb idea like by the end i was like oh okay that's it this is kind of dumb this is weak and it felt like it was going to be really strong and it felt like it was really going where and, and it was cool because like when they did the hu issues they were really actually freaking amazing the hu issues were the best part of this series the worst part was not necessarily the writing because the writing was just meh but the art was also just like meh it was it, it not only was meh there was points where i was like this looks kind of awful and 
No offense to Umberto Ramos, which I've loved his art and other things, and I know he can be a phenomenal artist, and I could totally tell that this was kind of a rush job, and that's why they kind of just were like, come on, just put it out, just put it out quick, because it wasn't him at, his, at the best of his game. Like, I could tell I've seen his art before, and it wasn't there. And Ryan Otley, like, Ryan Otley's been killing it, and that's the thing is, like, they've been just doing, like, kind of his regular life, and I've been loving it, and Ryan Otley, the way that he does it, just, like, it's been killing it. And you can tell, like, Ryan Otley, like, he gets in the rut of, like, getting rushed, but he won't, he won't do it. Like, I've no, I think he's, like, he's, like, told the Marvel people or something, or he has some deal where he's, like, I'm not rushing my art. You can get somebody else to fill in for me, you know, but I'm not rushing it. So if I'm falling behind, you know, I'm not going to just put out a bad product because it's going to tarnish my name. I don't know. I just assume something like that. I, I I don't know. But I feel like most artists should be that way. Instead of being like, hey, I can hit the deadlines and it's going to be not as good, but guess what? I'm going to make more money this way because I can put out more quantity and, and that's going to get me more cash. You know? And I don't want to say that about Umberto Ramos. There's definitely an artist who I feel does do that. That's not Umberto Ramos, but I felt like he was definitely pressured to put this out and... That's why I was disappointed with this overall. I mean, regularly, it's $40. That's what I paid for. I paid $40 for this. It is thick. It's Amazing Spider-Man 16 through 29, 16.HU, 18.HU, and 20.HU, which, like I said, is the hunted stuff. And those issues were the best ones. So three issues were the best ones out of all those freaking issues. And the rest were like, meh. And even, like, they were already teasing the next story. And it was like, dude, finish your story before you move on to the next one. And, like, it's so weird because, like, Spencer's been killing it with Otley on all the other stuff where it's just, like, where it kind of feels casual or it's just his regular life, sort of. And then the Spider-Man stuff gets wrapped up in it. It was just like, man, there are so many points in the art where I was like, ugh. You know, and, like, where Mary Jean, like, she would look phenomenal. And then, like, another part in the story, like, you're just awful. And it was because you were using a different artist. And you can't do that. You can't do that where you have two different artists. And even in issues, it's, it's still jarring. But you have, like, a month to, like, be, like, kind of go, like, I, you know, I get a feeling that this art might, the other art might have been better, but I'm not sure. Whereas, like, this, because when you read it all the way through, you're, like, yeah, this is definitely not as good as the stuff that I just read. And you, you just can't do that. You can't do that. Be like, oh, yeah, this guy we're not going to pressure, but this guy we're going to pressure. Or whatever the reason may be, just have an artist that's, I don't know if you would say at the same level or just whatever it is. It's just not the same. And you can't do that because it doesn't work. It doesn't mesh. And like I said, then with the different colorists, the different inkers like there was just way too many on there and that's why overall i i really cannot recommend this that much i i feel like the synopsis that i gave you you know if you want the full story you want me to you want me to tell you and or show you this full story oh i will because it's it's intriguing but not quite enough to buy it and and therefore that's why for me i go there's weaknesses on the writing. There's weaknesses on the art. You know what that means? That means... And there's some strong art. There is definitely some strong art. And there's definitely some strong 
writing points too. Like I said, those HU issues were superb. But overall, I just cannot be like, yeah, it definitely it's worth buying. Like, even if you have the extra money, I can't suggest that you buy this. I really can't. So, at best, I would say it's a strong skim, but really, it comes down to a skim when there's weak writing and weak art. It, it, it just, it ends up being a skim. So, if you still want it after that, like I said, you can get it for cheap from us for $10 by donating to our PayPal, which helps us keep running the podcast host and the website for as long as we can. And... Uh, if you don't, talk nerdy to me at TNT on the show. That's our website, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, all of it, even Instagram. So, talk nerdy to me, and keep your old hoes hungry for comics! <laughs>